0: Thank you so much for tuning into another episode. This morning I have the pleasure of speaking with Mrs. Crystal Christopreneur. She is the creative behind Proverbs 31 Woman Club. She's a mother, she's a wife, she's an entrepreneur, a pastor, a child of God, and so much more. This morning we talked about how do we as women find value in who we are now. Stay tuned for a really inspiring conversation. Good morning, Crystal.
1: Good morning. How are you? I am doing well. How are you? I am awesome. So excited to be
0: here. I am too. And the reason why I'm so excited excited one is because the topic that we're going to talk about. But two is because I finally get a chance to meet you. We've never met before. No. Nope. You became my Facebook friend through my husband. I saw you post, well, he saw you post something about getting out of debt, and you guys were doing the Dave Ramsey program, and at the time, or still now, Kevin and I are doing the Dave Ramsey program, and so he showed me your post, and I started kind of stalking you, like, I was like, who is this girl I went to your page, and I read your blog, and you talked about the good, the bad, and the ugly about coming out of debt. I thought it was hilarious and very honest conversation um, coming from you, and I thought, you know, when you see dope people, especially women, and they're doing something, you're like, ah, I got to meet this person, this chick. She is so dope, (laughs) and I immediately, like, I think maybe a few hours or so, well, maybe the next day, I don't remember, I sent you a message on Facebook and I was like, hey, can you co-host a podcast with me? And you said yes. I didn't know if you were going to say yes or no. I just took the chance and you said yes. And here we are yes. today. So can you give the listeners a little bit um, about you? I know you're a mom, you're a wife, you're a pastor, you're an entrepreneur we're like sitting in your office right now (laughs) recording this podcast so can you elaborate on those things a little bit yeah so
1: I'm Crystal Bernard and like you said my husband and I we pastor a church believers connection here in Arlington Texas I'm a CPA also so you know we make the joke and we say you know you can get prayer and your taxes done all at the same time (laughs) and so I work primarily with both individuals and small business owners um, providing bookkeeping service, taxes, business consulting, and my most recent endeavor is I created the Proverbs 31 Woman Club yes, on Facebook, right, which is a community of women um, like-minded believers, and so I blog on my website, and then I'll post them in the group as well, and it really just ser- serves as a place of encouragement and edification as we all strive to be the Proverbs, woman, yes. but talk about the different trials that come with that, and just living in, you know, modern day, modern day life. And my husband and I, we have three children with one on the way, which we are excited about. And really, I just love speaking about financial stewardship and women empowerment. Yes. <clears throat> so I'm really excited about today about just speaking to women, um, imparting value in them, so that they can walk confidently in who they are, Mm -hmm. you know, and not try to be something that they're not, um, try to figure it out along the way when we really do have a guide, a God who guides us through life. Yeah.
0: Awesome. So we titled the podcast, how do we as women find value in who we are now? Right. I sit with, not sit, but I, am a hairstylist. So I have a lot of women who sit in my chair and you'll be amazed, the women from all different kind of backgrounds, education, culture, race, whatever the situation may be, smart, brilliant women who truly don't know who they are at all. And because they don't know who they are, they end up in really bad relationships. They end up um, spending money on things that only bring them uh, a short-term... value. Yes, and happiness (laughs) and that kind of stuff. And I was just thinking like, man, I, we, we need help because I've once been that, that woman before that didn't know who I was. I didn't, I didn't know what I was worth, mm-hmm. you know, and I thought this is the conversation that I think Crystal and I can really have because your Proverbs 31 Women's Club, you are so for empowering women yes. and I love that. So we're going to talk about that and first thing is how do we as women find value in who we are?
1: yes um you know like i said god really gives us strategy through the proverbs woman you know when we look at that proverbs 31 woman sometimes she can be a bit um she's like a superwoman Mm -hmm. right because Mm -hmm. she has the family the house she's she's making blankets she's (laughs) making a profits buying a vinegar. she's doing so many things but at the end of the day it's all about her fear of the lord Mm -hmm. and that is what gives her the confidence the boldness, the strategy, the creativity to manage all these different things in life, you know. So we really go to the Proverbs woman to see, okay, God, how does, how does this really look like in the 21st century? Because we're not necessarily making blankets anymore, mm-hmm. but we have families, we have our careers, we have our marriages, we're students, we, we wear all these hats, but what does that really look like for us? And so the first thing that we really have to have to, acknowledge and identify is that we're daughters first. Mm -hmm. We are daughters of our father before we're anything. Before we're mom, before we're wife, before we're CEO, Mm -hmm. we're daughters first. And when we can really come to God in confidence, we can tell him anything. And he desires for us to come to Him and to just talk. Mm -hmm. And I think as women, we really have to understand that we're a daughter, that we can come to Christ with any of our worries, and that He is literally there to guide us along the way. We don't have to just haphazardly walk through life and just figure things out, but He's really there for everyone. And what's so great about God and the Holy Spirit is that He speaks to everyone individually. So how He tells you to manage your house may be a little bit different. For my house, but at the end of the day, it's all to bring him glory. Yes And that's the beautiful thing about it is that he is really there on our side all the time Even though it may look different and that's why comparison is such a death (laughs) trap because We may be trying to do things like someone else, not knowing that how they do it may be detrimental to my family. Yes. You know, and that's why you have to be led by the Holy Spirit because He's going to show you what you need at the right time and at the right season all the
0: time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what you're saying is so true. I just said it's so true, um, especially the comparison part. We as women, we do that a lot. Yes. Like, oh, if I only had what she had. Mm-hmm. Oh, if I only look the way she looked
1: if I had more money if I had
0: more money Mm -hmm. if I can just be her or but that's such the wrong attitude to take because like you said that can be very detrimental to you and your family because you don't know what that person had to walk through exactly it could have been sickness it could have been a divorce it could have and you probably couldn't handle all of that so do not compare yourself to other women But how do women, how do we as women and girls begin to take that journey to Christ, to find in Christ and becoming Christ-like? Because it's something, you know, you have a Bible, right? And you open that Bible Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh my God, where do I start? start? And then you just randomly pick a scripture. You just randomly pick a scripture. scripture? Yes. (laughs) Or you just say, I'm going to let the Bible open and where it opens is where I'm going to start. Yes. How do we as women take that journey? Yeah. The, so the very first step is, you know, and everyone
1: comes from a different background, you know, whereas, you know, I didn't really have any experience with Christ until I gave my life to him in grad school. So I was an adult
0: okay.
1: versus some people. They have that experience very early in life, which is what you should. You should be imparted. Um, but really, it's coming to him just as you are. Mm. God doesn't want you to be cleaned up. You don't have to make it look good, sound good. He just wants you for you. You were created in Him. So He already knows the good, the bad, the ugly, all the things that you probably don't even want to talk about. Mm-hmm. But He just wants you to come as you are. Just come to Him and He'll begin to speak to you. And then that's where, you know, pastors and different spiritual leaders come in to help you along that spiritual journey. But the, first, the very first step is just coming to Him in a total act of surrender. Lord, here I am. I give you my life. Not my will but yours yes. and just help me. Yes. Just that simple.
0: And all your shame. Know?
1: Yeah, and just, just 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 give it all to him. Everything, all the baggage all, and again, all the things you don't want to talk about. And that's where he can really work with you. But when we try to hold on to things and we try to do things our way, it's like we don't even we don't even allow God to come in mm-hmm. because we are so tight. Yeah, right. We hold on to everything and we want to be controlling and we want to do it this way. And and normally that just ends in disaster to be to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. So as as women, as young ladies and even as girls, mm-hmm. we just come to him. He already knows who we are. He knows everything. Every single one of us has a book written about us in uh-huh. heaven. Yes, literally we have a book. So we might as well go to the author who wrote the book so that we can live out exactly how he has called us to. And going back to, you know, comparison, when my husband and I heard from the Lord that we were to pay off debt, number mm-hmm. one, I felt like we were not in a position to pay off yeah. debt. Oh, yes. <laughs> I said, Lord, how are we supposed to pay off debt? We do not have any money to pay off debt with. Mm-hmm. But through that time, he spoke to me and he said, Crystal, I need you guys to pay off your debt and you're going to help so many people down the road. Uh-huh. Now, I couldn't see that. All I saw was, Lord, we have 3,500 coming in and 3,600 going out. (laughs) So, So what does this look like? But he led me and he said, okay, you need to cut cable. You need to cut some things out that really aren't important. And that's another thing as you know, we come to Christ is that we have to be very willing. If God tells us to leave relationships, if he tells us to leave locations, mm-hmm. cut things out of your budget, He's doing that. He's pruning us. Mm-hmm. He's getting getting rid of all the stuff that really doesn't matter so that we can really blossom. Mm-hmm. And so during that process, I felt like, oh goodness, this is terrible. You know, we cut out all the things that we did that we really enjoyed. But at the end of the day, we started spending more time together doing the things that mm-hmm. we enjoyed that were free we studied the word together wow. and over time we saw we we paid off $25,000 in 18 months making $3,500 a month Wow. we weren't making a whole lot of money back then but we were really just obedient to what God told us to do and it paid off in the end and now we can help so many people just by our testimony hmm Just by our testimony of saying, hey, here's our story. Here's the good, the bad. And we messed up during that process. We got back into debt after getting out of debt and had to get out again. But during that journey, it really showed us just the act of surrender and being
0: obedient and just listening and and obeying God. So you talk about listening and obeying God, right? Sometimes we hear things and we think it's just our conscious mind that's talking to us or... We think, you know, I don't know how to tell the difference if it's God speaking to me or if it's just my thoughts. You yes. know, how can one decide or decipher wisdom on who's speaking to me?
1: Yes, that's a great question. Um, I get this question all the time. The more time that you spend with God, the more that you, you'll be able to hear his voice. Mm-hmm. Now, God's voice, it's, it's quiet. Yeah. It's peaceful. It's not pressuring okay that's something that the enemy uses or even sometimes our own flesh is um more of like in a panic or fear state. like you gotta do this you do this you know god's not gonna force us to it to do anything mm. he gives us a choice he says today choose life or death mm. and so we can choose him but normally it's going to be a very still quiet voice for some people that have a gift of discernment you're just going to feel something in your spirit that you know this is the right thing to do, mm-hmm. or this is the wrong thing to do. But the more that you spend time with God, the more that you're going to hear Him, the more you're going to get more comfortable, just like if you spent time with anybody else. Yeah, I know my my babies cry out of a room oh, f- yeah. full of 100 babies because I've spent time with them. Mm-hmm. I know my 4-year-old because I've spent time with her. I know my husband because I've spent time with him. And a lot of us are... We're not hearing God because we just haven't spent time with him. So we have all these voices going on. We have the Lord's voice. We have our voice. We have maybe the enemy's voice. Yes. And we can't decipher because we haven't spent time with the Father.
0: That is good. So the answer is spend time with God. Yes. Go to him as you are. hmm Ask the tough questions. hmm and surrender. Just be open and to hear what God has to say about you and who you are in Him, because a lot of times we, as women, we define ourselves through material things, mm-hmm. um, like we said, through relationships, through things that bring us temporary happiness. You know, uh, it can be I don't know, red bottoms or a mm-hmm. Louis Vuitton person. Nothing is wrong with that, but we, you shouldn't define yourself in by those, those things. things or by those things. So. Mm-hmm. Defining ourselves, where does it start? Does it start at a very young age, at 4 or 5 or 13? Um, Does it start at 40, I think? (laughs) It's not too late, but, you know. Right. (laughs) Where does it start?
1: You know, it's the earlier the better, which is why us as women, like if you are a mother, it's important for you to be foundationally strong in the Lord so that you can impart that to your children okay like me for example my mother is absolutely amazing but she didn't really have that strong foundation so she got saved you know later in life as an adult and then I didn't get saved until I was you know in grad school Mm -hmm. so my daughter now that I am structurally sound in Christ I know my spiritual identity in Christ I'm imparting that to my children now and they're little 18 months four and seven and I'm speaking to them all day long about just their worth in Christ. They're, they're fearfully and wonderfully made. Even though, in my mind sometimes, are they getting it? Yeah. But my daughter, her and her brother were playing. And he says, uh, you can't play basketball. And she says, well, I don't need to play basketball. I'm a, And she said, I'm a gymnast. And that's how <laughs> God made me. All right. So now. I was like, all right now. So we can even, you know, with little children, we can start to impart um wisdom Mm. and godliness and righteousness at a young age Mm -hmm. you know and it'll develop over time yeah so it's never too early even my 18 month old she knows that you know we serve the lord at home and that's what we do. And so she's singing her songs and again it's gradual you know as they grow and develop in their teenage years you know you'll have to ask those maybe harder conversations you know ask those questions have you know what we call difficult conversations just to make sure that as they're growing that they still know who they are yeah that their spiritual identity never wavers
0: yeah
1: despite what goes on at school despite what goes on you know in our current you know economic state they know that they are secure in Christ and that that source never changes yeah the resource it may look different but that source is always the
0: same you know i was having a conversation with my two daughters just the other night and I wanted to know how they felt about themselves and how they felt about me as a mom. Is there anything that I need to do better? Do I need to change? You know, uh, any any tips on how to be a mom, you know, because you are a child, uh, you know, any tips? And they just kind of went off, you know, like, yeah, mom, you need to... Do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. At the same time, they say, but mom, you're really a great mom. And that made me feel really good. Um, but sometimes I feel as a mother that it's really hard raising kids, especially daughters. Like my son has his dad to help raise him, or to raise him and to teach him how to be a man. And I can also play my part in that as well. Me growing up, I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. I had to navigate life on my own. Mm-hmm. Even from a young girl, I didn't have anybody to sit with me and hold conversation, and ask a di- or I can ask a difficult questions to, or someone to teach me or to show me who I am, or to guide me to who I am in Christ, or who I can who I can become. I had nobody to show me that, mm-hmm. so it took me a really long time to get to who I am now. Between the ages of, uh, let's say. I don't know. You can just say from birth to 35. If you would have asked me, who are you? I would have told you, I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. I would have
0: given you my name. Right. But my identity, my career, but my identity, I could not have given you that. So, and there are a lot of women who are walking around in that space, not knowing who they truly are. So I was talking to my daughters and... um the twin girl she's 13 and through conversation I asked him I say so what's going on at school you know this that and the other and she said well oh I asked him I say so what do you feel most confident in or what's you know or what do you don't feel confident in and so she said well I lack confidence when because I have to have KJ her twin brother to walk with her into the gym and I thought, O-M-G. You feel like you can't walk into the room of a crowd of people if you're feeling like that now, imagine what it's gonna be like when you you know really become a woman and so I immediately began to give her nuggets and things to hold on to so I'm gonna tell you this quick server quick that i that I gave her um I told her I said you know there is a an acorn becomes an oak tree right? The acorn only knows that it's going to become an oak tree. Nobody can tell it anything different. That acorn is so confident because it knows that it's going to become an oak tree. And I said, well, that is the kind of confidence that I need you to have. In one hand, when you feel like you're going to the gym and you feel like you need your brother, imagine having that acorn in your hand Mm -hmm. and that acorn is becoming this strong oak tree. Well, you are that. You are simply that an old tree you're strong, you're brilliant, you're beautiful you're made in Christ you know um, and so I gave her that those nuggets um, to help her identify herself sort of mm-hmm. in, in Christ so how do we recognize or or identify how does it come from the Lord well and I think you as mom
1: did a great job in just asking. The question because as our our daughters and sons as they grow up you know they are gonna be faced with just regular growing up challenges Mm -hmm. you know stage fright or you know entering or walking into a room you know and I think as as women we have to one ask the questions first so that we can that open dialogue between parent and child is so important you know a lot of times like you said we didn't have those opportunities where we could ask but if someone asked us first we probably would have been a little bit more open to yes. it. So asking the questions and always imparting godly wisdom. That's, the, that, that's really the key, is to keep that open communication so that your daughter, your son can always feel that, that they can come to you, asking mm-hmm. the questions, going, you know, just to have breakfast and just, what's going on? Yeah. You know, how, what's going on? And then be being ready to hear from the Lord to impart that godly wisdom i remember um this was with my four-year-old and i said lord i want her to just enjoy life and yes. enjoy all the gifts that you've given her i've we've known for very a long time since she was little that she just had a gift of athleticism mm-hmm. me not so much yeah, yeah, but yeah, I <laughs> if i get to the gym three four days a week yes. we did a good job yeah. but she just naturally has that gift and i said lord what like what what do you want me to do with this like what do you want us to do you know because we're shepherds of our children you know and we're going to be looked at one day on how we how we brought them up in the Lord and I said Lord I really want wisdom and he said put her in gymnastics Mm -hmm. and I said okay I I know nothing about gymnastics I googled you know a great gym and she just started to just she just excelled but it came from me asking the Lord and getting guidance you know If I would have put her in soccer or something else, and as parents, we do that, right? Mm -hmm. We say, okay, well, let's just try to see what you like. But the first thing we need to do is go to the Lord. I need to save as much money (laughs) and time as possible. And we can do that by really going to the Lord first so that we can see, okay, what specifically do you have in mind for this child, for this one? For this one people ask me another question all the time and that's what type of schooling should i do for my child you know there's so many options in public and private and charter schools and i always say did you ask the lord number one you need to ask the lord first because one he'll supply all your needs so if he tells you private school just know that he's going to provide for the private Mm -hmm. school and each child too because every child is different their learning capabilities are different and so we we always have to be very in tune with the holy spirit because he cares about everything. He doesn't just compartmentalize everybody all in one boat. These are all the children, this is all the household, but he cares about each and everything and that's really how we can sustain can, we can obtain value and sustain it because it's coming from him and it's not coming
0: from us. Oh my god, this is so good, right? I'm listening to you and I'm like, ah, Did I do that? Did I went did I go to the Lord and ask him? Ask him, you know, what is it that you want for this child? What is it? I don't remember doing that and and I'm a praying mother, I'm a praying woman, but sometimes we forget
1: mm-hmm. right
0: because we lean so much on our own understanding, understanding. yep you know we want to figure it out on our own mm-hmm. and it always ends up costing us, yes, you know, when we try to figure it out on our own, so that was just so good what you just said. Go to God, mm-hmm. don't go to Facebook and mm-hmm. ask. You know, the question, what should I do? Mm-hmm. Should I leave my job? You know yeah. what I mean? Go to God. Go to God first. Don't I go to, I don't know, on the Wendy show. Um, you know, Sometimes I watch the Wendy show. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end, she have people on there that ask certain questions. And I think, why are you asking Wendy? Of all people, of why are you asking people, Wendy? Of all people, why are you yeah. asking
1: Wendy yes. this question? And and going to God, like you said, it saves us time. Yes. It saves us money. Yes. It saves us just overall mental space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because when we know when God has told us to do something, He's going to carry it out. At that point, it's hands off. It's hands off. All I have to do is trust and obey at this point. And that's really freeing wow. to know that, God, if you tell me to do something, all I literally have to do is to do it. Yeah. You're going to provide the resources, the people, everything that's needed. And when we do that, and we know our value, our trust is in the Lord, we don't have to trust material things. Mm-hmm. We don't have to put trust in man because I know that this is a God thing, and I know if God told me to do it, He's He's going to carry it out to completion. So my value is now, it's sustained, versus when I put my value in temporary things, like like you said, with shoes and clothing, and or my job, if I lose my job, there's my value. hmm you know, yeah. if my child, you know, runs away from the Lord, I've lost my value, and I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm a terrible mother. Well, you you may have been a great mother, so yes. maybe this is a time of, of fasting and praying that you're going into.
0: Is it ever too late for women to redefine themselves?
1: Never, never, and that is the beauty about our God is that He is waiting with open arms all the time. It doesn't matter if you're. 20, 40, 60, 80, 100. He's literally waiting for you to come to him. Mm-hmm. It, he takes pleasure in us coming and asking him. So yes, we shouldn't run to Wendy. We shouldn't run to social media or the news or the, the popular thing that's going. We're to run to him because he's, he's literally waiting to give us wisdom. Mm-hmm. The Bible says that wisdom calls out in the street. It is waiting for someone to grab hold to
0: it. Mm-hmm. There are women who don't believe in God who don't believe in Jesus. And not just women, there are people who don't believe in how you and I believe or other people. What Are they lost? Can they find? Still, Are they able to still define themselves? Or are they just defining themselves in, like we said earlier, leaning on their own understanding?
1: Yes. Um, the one thing is that God is always ready and willing. We are all created by him. Everyone, even non-believers, people that believe in different religions, we are still all God's people Mm -hmm. and we were created by Him. So He is always ready and willing for His people to come back to Him. Mm -hmm. Now, for those people that don't believe in Christ, you are at a deficit because you're not experiencing that fullness of who you were created to be and really the knowledge and wisdom that goes behind it. So you're going to be influenced by the world. You're going to be influenced by whatever's popular because that's all you have to hold on to. And that's what seems right. That's what seems like it's true. And the minute it shifts, you shift with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Versus our God, he is omnipresent. He's unchanged. Like he's he is the God Alpha Omega the beginning and the end. You know, we can quote all those scriptures. But he's always going to be that unchanging, sustainable thing that we can always count on. Yeah. So I encourage everyone to give Christ a try. Give Him a try. Yeah. If you've never experienced Him before, maybe you weren't raised in a in a uh, God-fearing family, give Him a try. It's not too late. Yeah. You can still change your gener- generation. You can still change your family, your children, your children's children. All of that is still available and it is a lie of the enemy in the world that says that you're too old, that it's too late, that you might as well just hang it up. <laughs> yeah. That's a lie. Yeah. It God is always willing and available and He's all and He has people that are assigned to you to help you through the process. Mm-hmm. It's not just me and my husband. He has all these spiritual leaders and people out there to give
0: wise counsel and to help people with this spiritual journey. Yeah. I was baptized at an early age. Um uh, maybe Maybe nine, ten, somewhere around there. My grandmother took me to church. Um, I was raised by her from the age of, I believe, ten until I left home. And in that time, I still didn't know who I was, you know. And so, I, like I said, I had to learn, navigate my way through life and finding out who I am in Christ. Um, and I want women. I, like, my heart is so... I feel so much compassion for women because I know that we're not gonna always get it right. I know we're gonna continue to make mistakes. But the things that I see that we do as women, because we let society define who we are, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> it creates a lot of unnecessary hurt, pain, mm-hmm. um, disruption, just all kinds of things. Um, it and, and I wanna see women do better. I even for myself, sometimes I get off track, you know, and I get off track because maybe I've stopped reading my Bible mm-hmm. or maybe I stop, you know,
1: Pray or praying or,
0: yeah. or having conversation with women, um, who believes, you know, whatever the situation may be, what is something that we as women can, can do? Like, is there an action item we can that we that you can give to a woman, or is there a challenge that you can give to a woman? Absolutely. the The greatest
1: and highest priority of every woman, every man's day should be your time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I say at the beginning of the day, before the house gets up, before anyone starts moving, but you have that time with the Lord, where it's just you and Him, so that one you can pray, but that you can listen. Prayer is not just us crying out to God but it's it's listening to us that two-way communication and God will really give you strategy for the day so many times as women you know we're we're such great planners but sometimes we can plan a little too much and we can mm-hmm. be thinking about something way next week when we really just need to be focusing for the day and I know with me previously I would make this long to-do list I'd have about 10 things on my to-do list and I would get so frustrated because I, I'd complete maybe half of them yeah and i would feel so unproductive for the day and the lord said you know you're really placing false expectations on yourself focus on these two things for the day that's it and when i really started leaning on what he said to do for the day one i was at so much more peace i had so much more peace throughout my day my day didn't seem so rushed because i wasn't so rushed in you know checking off that to-do list Mm -hmm but it just gave me that sense of freedom again and a lot of times we are trying to produce something that can only be produced by the holy spirit when we when we look at the fruits of the spirit peace love joy gentleness you know all the fruits of the spirit self-discipline those things are fruits of the spirit Mm -hmm. so you got to have the holy spirit and a lot of us are trying to produce these things And it's just causing us to be anxious, tired, and exhausted (laughs) because we're trying to do them ourselves. But when we sit down and really have that time with the Lord every day, we can get filled with the Holy Spirit. We can just sit for a second before we begin to pour out. And now we can produce love. We can produce peace and gentleness. Mm. We can talk to our husbands in a respectable manner. We can talk to our children as the kings and the queens that Mm -hmm. they are and not be so... I mean, you know, women, sometimes we just get the going and we can, you go here, you go, you do this, you do this, you know, and that's not being very gentle It's not (laughs) to be quite honest, but we've all been there, but normally it's because we're so just trying to get things done and God is so much more concerned with how we are living versus how much we are
0: necessarily working and producing. Wow. You seem to have so much wisdom. I don't know your age, you look very young, but you seem to have so much wisdom on this. Like, how did you, I know you're a pastor, but how did you gain so much wisdom? Is it come from reading the Bible and you know surrendering?
1: So here's my story. So I got saved in grad school. So um, I, you know, we didn't really go to church growing up. We may have went to Easter service Sunday oh, but if yeah. it, if it was a basketball game on that day we probably weren't going. Mm-hmm. And so I got saved in in college and literally I invited the Holy Spirit into my life and I said, "You know what, Lord? Whatever you want to do." And he literally just taught me as I became a wife, <clears throat> that was challenging initially because I came from a a, a family line that was very matriarchal. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was kind of whatever the woman said went. Mm-hmm. You know, but then my husband, and I married a godly man. I love him and respect him so much. There, can, there can't there can be two alpha males no. in the household. <laughs> so Lord. that first year was very interesting. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it came from just experience and me just tuning into the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I remember at a point in our marriage, and I said, Lord, did I make the right decision? Oh, yeah. And he said, absolutely, but you have to do things my way. Yeah. If you want this thing to work, you have to do it my way. So once we got over that, and that's still a, you know, as, as things change and you grow in life, you still have to have check-ins, making sure that, you know, God is the center. As we had kids, you know, that brought another level
0: mm-hmm. of... <laughs> kids always bring about another level of
1: and everything. That brought another level of everything. But I will say that I have learned over time to seek the Lord's wisdom in all that I do now it doesn't mean I'm perfect have I stepped out before the Lord absolutely and have I suffered the consequences absolutely Absolutely. (laughs) but as I've grown I've just learned and I learned from my mistakes that you know what maybe I should just keep quiet this time maybe Mm. I shouldn't say those things you know and you as you grow in God you'll start to feel that discernment and you'll you have the grace to do things that maybe you didn't
0: have previously and that's just all growing and walking with the lord i am like feeling your spirit right now like it is so common so teachable so learning i'm like really like i can literally cry right now because (laughs) i'm feeling um first of all god's presence in the room and i'm loving your spirit it is so awesome I want to take some of that with me when I leave. Yeah. (laughs) So how would you define you? Who is Crystal Bernard? You know, I love
1: that question because at one point I wasn't able to answer that. Ah. I was at a point where a lot of women were like, I don't know who I am. Or I'm my career. I'm a career. I'm a CPA. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Don't you see that plaque on the wall? Right. That's who I am. But one, I'm a daughter of the living God who has given... Me an assignment to preach the Word of God and to encourage women to live out their full calling. Mm -hmm. That's exactly who I am. And with that, he's given me the honor of being a wife, a mother, a business owner, and just an overall encourager to people, not just women, but to everyone. And I really see, you know, kind of just looking back in life, Really becoming that Proverbs 31 woman Mm -hmm. and just seeing how multifaceted she is and how I've been able to implement that in my life, but not not from a pressure perspective, Mm -hmm. with a grace and a peace that honestly before I never thought I would be able to do. You know, even when we found out we were expecting our fourth child, a lot of people said, Oh my gosh, how are you going to do that? You already have three. And I said, this child is a blessing, and I and I had such a peace about it, mm-hmm. such a peace. And the Lord had spoken to us about this child years ago, and just a peace that this is all a part of God's plan. Yeah. And I am so willing and honored to walk through it.
0: Wow. You have a book that's coming out. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about your book and how we can find it, purchase it, because I'm purchasing it, I'm buying it, I may (laughs) buy it for several people too.
1: Yes, so the book is uh, defining the Proverbs 31 woman, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it's a 31 day devotional that you'll read one devotion per day with one chapter of Proverbs, and it's really to dispel some of the myths behind the Proverbs 31 woman, and how does this woman look like in the 21st century? Because, again, we're not making blankets anymore. Mm-hmm. But we still have to make sure that we're prepared, that our family's prepared for different times, mm-hmm. such as the time that we're in now. And so it's really just listening to the Lord through the writings. It's all led by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gave me every single word written in that book. Mm-hmm. And I know it, is, it was written to really encourage and edify women mm-hmm. so that that Proverbs woman can really come out in their homes and their careers and everything that they do. It'll be available it's available for pre-order now on okay. my website crystalbernard.com and it is really life-changing. Okay. It really will help you focus and fine tune. Even if you've never even heard about this woman before, it'll really give you insight on, huh. That's
0: how a woman is supposed to be. Wow. I'm looking forward to it. And as I read and as I um, journal through the book. I'm gonna stay in touch with you. Yeah, and absolutely. I'm gonna tell you how it's going. I'm awesome. gonna let you know how it's going. Can you do? Can you give us three things to walk away with as absolutely. women <clears throat> that we can? What we're talking about: find value in in ourselves, how we can lift our self esteem and how we can just overall know our self-worth. Not in that order, but just give us.
1: Yes, absolutely. So number one for sure is know that you are a daughter first. Come to Mm -hmm. God with open arms, surrender, and just be willing. Whatever he says, it's for your good. Even if it's totally opposite of what you've been thinking, Mm -hmm. it is for your good. Number two is own your spiritual identity in him. Not just know it, but you got to own it you got to know that this is who I am. Once you go to God and He tells you who you are, you own it. It is yours. And He has given you your strength, your weaknesses, how you look, your appearance, everything that how He made you is for a purpose.
0: Mm.
1: So there's no body shaming. There's no um, comparison. Yes. Because God made you specifically on purpose. And number three... Um, and this is very catered to women, is we have been gifted with the balancing act. Mm -hmm. And a lot of women get overwhelmed or they run away because it's just too much. But know that God has given us a grace to balance it all. Now that might look different in different seasons. If you have young children, maybe you may need to get a housekeeper to help you with things around the house. If you have a business, you may need to bring in an assistant. But God will give you the wisdom on how to balance it all. That's something very unique to us versus our male counterparts. And we love them. We We love the male the male counterparts. But God has really given us just that grace and that ability to just be very fluid in what we do. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, favorite scripture a quote oh man there's so many hmm. this was my my favorite when i first got saved this was the first scripture that i knew and it was trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding but in always acknowledge him and he will make
0: your path straight wow i have nothing else to say you in en- you ended that so well thank you so much crystal absolutely it's this is been... awesome Very, very, um, it's been pleasurable talking with you. Yes, absolutely.
1: We have a Proverbs 31 woman conference coming up. It's April 24th and 25th. And our theme this year is keeping it all together without it all falling apart being fueled by grace and so we have speakers speaking on marriage and finances and self-care and what that looks like for a woman because so many times we focus on health care but then there's that self-care portion which can literally mean just saying no when you said yes to something so that you can really just debrief for a second and so I'd love um, if people want to go for more information it's on my website crystalbernard.com and our church, Believers Connection, is such an awesome ministry. We are so focused on just building people for their families so that they can have just prospering, godly families at the end of the day. That's our heart, is for the whole family to be built up, not just the man, the woman, and, or the kids, but everyone all together. And so our church is believersconnection.org, and we're located in Arlington, Texas.
0: Awesome.